This is Rick with Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcasts, where industry leaders share their insights. It is six questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's get to it. Question number one, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Sure. Thanks, Rick. Uh, I'm Swati Young, and I'm the Chief Technology Officer at Integrity Management Services, where I help them provide cutting-edge technology solutions for our customers, predominantly U.S. federal government agencies, as well as a few commercial customers. And as part of being the chief technology officer, obviously we do have to evaluate our cyber security risks and maintain our posture against any breaches uh, that we anticipate. And we work predominantly in the healthcare space. So we want to ensure um, the HIPAA guidelines are also met. Interesting. Now I'm going to slide in an extra question just because I can. I know that you sure. guys are a, a woman-owned company. How does how does that play into what you do? Absolutely. So interestingly enough, the U.S. federal government do have certain set-asides for a woman-owned small business. So we are a woman-owned small business and our CEO and CFO uh, who own the company are also women. And we have very strong diverse team uh, where we encourage, encourage diversity both in our leadership as well as in our team members. And that plays nicely because diversity and inclusion is, uh, is on everybody's mind, but we have been DNI, uh, DNI first from, from our inception. So it plays really well uh, bringing bringing it to the forefront this year. That's splendid. That's that's what we love to hear. Question number two, what's the best thing about being a cyber professional? Yeah, what I find exciting is to find out the cutting edge technologies, especially since I work on artificial intelligence and machine learning and how AI is being used in the world of cyber. So I call it the using the diamond to cut the diamond. The hackers have become very conversant in using AI to attack. Um, so we have to use AI for defense and, and, and AI is amazing in the sense it can help with a broad range of cyber risks. And I can, I can bring to mind three use cases uh, number one is using AI for your continuous monitoring of who is accessing your data. So monitoring is on top of every cyber professional and uh, AI can help in continuous monitoring. Number two is the dark web. So we do know there's dark web with um, nefarious parties hanging out and, and, uh, and strategizing whom to attack, especially in the healthcare sector. Um, so uh, you can use AI to actually find all those uh, different resources because those, uh, those dark web resources are, are many and the quantity can only be dealt with a machine learning algorithm. Uh, and number three, I want to say is the endpoint protection as well as your network protection. So obviously using machine learning, you can do predictive analytics based on uh, all the historical attacks, not only in your organization, but maybe throughout the world. And uh, based on your risks profile, you can actually set up to automatically defend yourself against some risky attacks. So 
um, with the power of artificial intelligence, you can actually increase your cyber posture and also reduce your time to take action. So those are some things that excite me. That's, that's what excites me too. I'm in that same space. So I love, I love to hear about it. Question number three, I hear from other industry leaders that cybersecurity is a top concern. What does that mean to you? Absolutely. So in this day and age, there is a statistic that says that there are about 282 uh, records or transaction attacked every second, literally every second they're being attacked. So, um, so obviously cyber security is on top of mind, whether you're an organization, private, public, uh, university, or even the government. So um, so everybody has to prioritize it. Obviously, resources is always a question. You, you don't have all the resources in the world, whether it's team members or money. So how can you optimize the risk versus return should be everybody's uh, concern. And every year, as more and more tools are coming to market, just researching uh, what are some latest tools that can actually gr give you the greater bang for the buck is what you want to implement as, as uh, you know, newer technologies can be used to optimize your resource allocation. That's great advice. Question number four, what piece of insight do you want to share with other cyber experts? Again, I'll go back to um, using artificial intelligence and machine learning. I know there are uh, multiple use cases of AI and ML that I see in healthcare and finance sector specifically, but it has not yet penetrated the cyber industry as much as it can. So what I would advise them is to take a look at, uh, at multiple uh, tools out there. And if you want, you can start small, like basically using machine learning, maybe for your monitoring. If you're an organization of 500 employees, for example, what data management or what, what data access points do you have for those employees you, you do need, you must be using a monitoring tool. You can start small over there to use machine learning to consolidate and break the silos of various departments uh, in terms of um, accessing the data or accessing the applications. So think about using AI and ML for your cybersecurity needs. Love it. Love it. I can't agree more. Question number five, what other successful cyber professionals like yourself would you like to acknowledge that should be on the podcast? I think Charles Britt comes top of my mind. He works as a cybersecurity professional with the FDA and was uh, obviously participating uh, from his end in the vaccine um, nice. approval as well. So he is on top of my mind as well. And other professionals, whether they're CISOs or CIOs, I can think of, they are also responsible for cyber. Um, Mike Cannon is the CTO of Stafford County, and he is on top of all emerging technologies and is responsible uh, for cybersecurity threats in the county as well. So there are quite a few people in my network who are CISOs, CIOs, as well as cyber professionals. Perfect. We'd love to have him on. So we'll give him a shout out here after the, after the podcast. Question number six, this is the fun question. What is your favorite piece of retro technology that just simply makes you smile? It actually makes me laugh is a telephone because I grew up in India 
And India is so funny. So when I was growing up in the 80s in India, we had telephone system controlled by the government. And it had such a long waiting time that nobody wanted to own a telephone. And in the 90s, I remember there used to be some booths that was long queues to actually use the telephone. And, and then we leapfrogged it. Everyone, even the vendors on the streets, everybody has a mobile phone in India. So uh, I, I just laugh and smile at the fact that we, did, we went from not owning any telephones to completely mobile first um, as a country itself. So it's very interesting to me because I grew up with no telephones or I had one when my dad was working and when I went to uh, study, I didn't have one. So interesting. It, it, it brings a smile to my face. That's, that's a great, great uh, story. I, I did not realize that. And so I appreciate you sharing that with me. Absolutely. You did it. Six questions in nine minutes because the best know when to be concise and when to end. Thank you so much, Swathi, for being on. It was epic having you. Make sure you check out more episodes and insights from Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast. My name is Rick Mishka. Stay awesome, my friends.